from the people who brought you all things good and nerdy, Geek Love Radio, and Elegant Weapon, the next element, points of interest, bring you a comedy that will change the face of love forever as a mild-mannered writer. What? I, I didn't do anything. It's the girl of his dreams. Do you mind going out with your biggest fan? These two quickly find that matters of the heart aren't all they're cracked up to be. You guys know you're naked, right? Yes. Just checking. Get ready for some action. I think I'm going to go over here now and do anything that involves me not being near you. I hate you. Adventure. Ah! Romance. This the crazy chick Ozzy was talking about? That I am. That I am. And some sexy time. It was amazing. That thing you did with your elbow was unbelievable. <laughs> that thing you did with the back of your knee, you need to do that again and again and again. <laughs> This summer, prepare to have your heart blown to bits with love. I really don't know what to say right now. Nice. I must be in hell. As you experience a love story that will transcend space and time. Wow, it's like we're destined to bump into each other at the same time, at the same place, every day. I think this girl's a little insane. Thanks. Palsy with love. Coming to a theater near you. What the hell are you doing? No one's supposed to know this exists. No one would have noticed if you didn't say anything. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's far too easy to fall back into the junk food habit. and gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon presents the junk food lunch break with the fucking phoenix how are you doing darling i am doing great um it's been a while since we did this thing i'm so glad to hear from you again yes it's wonderful to be chatting with you again and the reason we have come together to chat is uh this is the junk food podcast network c2e2 special um Joining us presently, uh, hopefully we're expecting a few little guests to pop up, but with us is the creator of Liberator Comics, Matt Miner. Welcome, sir. Hey, how you doing? Wonderfully. You know, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that I'm on up in here in Toronto. I was unable to attend C2E2. So, but you two, being Illinoisians... And from the wonderful land of Chicago, both were able to attend. Now, yes. I'm, from, I'm from New York. Yeah. Oh, wait, you are from New York. Sorry. That's, I knew that. Oh, that's okay, but you still was... I he was knew still, that. <laughs> you still got a taste of Chicago for like a couple of days. Um, did you stay there for like two days or three days, actually? Uh, Four days, three nights. Oh, was, hell. So you actually had the good flow of what Chicago was like. I guess, yeah, at least around the convention center. It was pretty cool. 
So did you visit any places besides the convention center? Because there's more to Chicago than just that. I went to Chicago Diner. Oh, see, that's pretty awesome. How was your experience there? Good, good. Uh, the vegan milkshakes are better than New York's, but the cheesesteaks are not as good as New York's. Oh, well, for anybody that's listening, <laughs> it looks like we got a couple of points from Mr. Miner here about how our vegan milkshakes are the best. So besides the pizza, we got some good vegan milkshakes, so that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Um, I didn't know oh. they existed. Is What's it made with, like soy or what? Yeah. Sweet. I used to make yeah, those myself, but I didn't know they were like a thing <laughs> yeah I, it's it's uh i don't know i mean it tastes better than what i remember real milkshakes tasting like so i don't know milkshakes oh. taste good <laughs> yeah well <laughs> so do these yeah i'm sure yeah so but, matt, you know, matt you being yeah. from new york um do you hit a lot of other cons like what got you out to chicago uh what got me to chicago i applied for the chicago pro pass uh kind of to see if they would give me one because I'm kind of new to making comics and they did. And then I found out that my publisher was uh, going to be there and they had tables there and they offered me a table. So I was like, Oh shit, I'll actually go. So, so, uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Sounds like it all just came together. How'd you get out there? Did you drive out there? Or? No, man, I don't have a car. I flew. <laughs> Flying is fun. How far is that? Can't be too far a flight though. eh? Like two and a half hours, three hours, something like that. I mean, um, this was Phoenix's first con. That's so exciting for you. Yeah, it was. Um, I know you said I had missed your table, and um, I, um, I was posing with a lot of cosplayers, and it was just the environment and everything. It was just so exciting, and it was by it being my first con, it was kind of like you know meeting a lot of these amazing cosplayers. It was just such a crazy experience it's like i i I think i might end up doing it again next year oh it's overwhelming and addicting at the same time it's very addicting it's like getting a tattoo once you get one you can't stop you have to go for it i'm getting tattoos tomorrow oh (laughs) nice so um by the way mr minor um i want you to give people who are listening um a taste of who you are and uh what you do in terms of comics, making comics and things like that. Okay, I'm the writer of a new series, Liberator, which is coming out from Black Mask Studios. Um, Black Mask is a a new publishing company uh, put together by Steve Niles, um, the horror writer of 30 Days of Night. Uh, Brett Gerwitz, who's um, in Bad Religion and founder of Epitaph Records, and Matt Pizzolo, the writer of God Killer. So they put together this uh, publishing company kind of with this like uh, punk rock um, DIY ethic behind it. So I'm writing Liberator, which is kind of a uh, it's a gritty vigilante story. It's a vigilante justice story where the, the heroes, instead of fighting dudes in capes and tights, are taking on animal abusers like dog fighters and the like. And it's r- roughly inspired by actual real people who do this kind of stuff. They they put on masks in the middle of the night and they go out and take action for animals. So when I learned about these people who actually do this shit, I, I thought it was kind of like an awesome comic book concept. And so I wanted to pay homage to the work that they do in making this story. 
Wow. So it, this is, I, I like the fact that you were able to take such a unique turn on um, vigil, vigilantes. You know, you hear so much about the Punisher and Daredevil and how their concept is just basically just seek revenge out on the criminals. But yours is a different form of vigilance. It's like their criminals are totally different than the ones you normally hear. Yeah, and what's interesting is, uh, you know, these these people that are that are hurting animals and stuff um, aren't the ones generally uh, prosecuted or or gone after by law enforcement. It's the people who are, you know, putting on masks in the middle of the night. So it's like, you know, if if Batman was real, you know, law enforcement mm-hmm. would be after him, which is kind of what happens with these people who do this for animals. That's just that's silly. Uh, yeah, well. yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I consider them heroes. Other people call them terrorists. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just ridiculous. I'm going to bring in the Woo Mates, though. All right. What's up? Yo. What's going on, man? How are you? Outstanding yourself. Do we have the two of you or the Jason or the James? What do we got? You just got Jason. James uh, got a modeling gig. Oh my god (laughs) Well I guess the look I'm best known for Is Blue Steel Uh, This is Jason Ford One of the two Ford brothers Who are fellow Junk Food Podcast Network members On a wonderful independent comic interview show Called The Woo Mates Jason welcome to the conversation What's up Proud members of the media junk food, might I add. That's kind of you to say, <laughs> sir. We're hooked up here with uh, Phoenix and Mr. Matt Miner. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Hey. Oh, you got? I am so hey, good. How are you doing? I'm awesome, man. I just got off work. I just, I'm ready to rock doing a podcast. What I love to all do. All righty. First of all, I would like to say congratulations for joining our awesome junk food family. It oh. is such a pleasure meeting you. Oh, yeah. Honor is all ours. That's oh. this is this is what we uh, looked to, uh, wanted to do in the first place. Just to, just to join a group of people that'll help each other out. You know, you know, spread the love, spread the podcast love. Yeah, that's and what I'm we're all. I'm glad to hear that. You know, we're just getting started. By the way, for everyone who's listening, um, our family is constantly growing each day, and it's a and it's also always a pleasure to bring up and coming talents to our family and hopes to spread the word and hopefully get them out there. Because like I said, you know, junk food is, like I said, we're family and we're all about doing, you know, you know, supporting each other and keeping each other down for whatever. (laughs) Yeah. We met, we met kickstarting a a same comic book together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's how weird is that? Yeah. We share credits in a comic book. Yeah. Hell yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And an excellent comic book at at that too. Plug, plug human comics. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Puny human. Jason, we already been talking a little bit about uh, C2E2. How was your experience? I'd like to say it's the best fucking con on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. I, I'm so glad you enjoyed yourself because, like like I said, it was my first con, and it was actually a very overwhelming, in a positive way, experience. And that was your we, first con? That that broke your yes, beak card for cons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, way, to go, way to go in. Yeah, that thing, that thing is growing every year. That thing was huge this year. But you know what I'm hoping? I hope it become as big as San Diego. So everyone that I know from California, including um, Sorta Geek, um, aka Francis Sorta Geek of Geek Love Radio, hopefully he could come to Chicago. That's interesting you say that because uh, people are buying 
uh, like passing up San Diego to come to C2E2 now because they can't they can't get tickets for C, uh, San Diego, so they're just going to C2E2 now. It sold out in ten minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. They crashed how many times too? Yeah. It's... Oh wow. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Matt, was... you haven't been out to the big one, have you? No, but uh, you know, I I do New York, and New York's fucking crazy enough. I, what I liked about C two E two was that it was kind of a little more relaxed. You know, it was still it was still <laughs> like it was still a good uh, it was still a good vibe, and there were tons of people, but it wasn't fucking crazy like New York. You know, you know why, Matt? I think because it, the aisles were so huge. Yeah, and, and a lot of the big publishers weren't there, which kind of sucked. But at the same time, it you know it kept yeah, things but all a little the big mel- were, mellow. But, uh, yeah, but all the big guns were there though from from the big two. Yeah, Marvel yeah. was there. Marvel and DC was there. They DC were there. Were yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, but not not in full force like they used to be. They used to take up like city blocks at cons. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I hear you, Matt. I'm almost at that point. Like you know, like yeah, Fan Expo. It's it's so like it's gonna be better this year because they're they're doing it in two different buildings. So I'm hoping they do like because I saw the C2E2 pictures and I couldn't believe the aisles. I was like, yeah. look at the size of those fucking things. And That's carpeted. Insane. And yeah. carpeted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. We got the royal treatment. Because yeah. Fan Expo it oh, is, especially yeah. on the Saturday at 2 in the afternoon. You know, you can't fucking move. You can't breathe. It's. Hey, you should get uh, you should get one of those uh, Canadian cons to, to bring me up there, man. Well, like, how? what do you mean by them bringing you up there? How does that work? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I know once you're once you're famous enough and there's enough demand for people, then uh, then they'll pay to bring you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So maybe in a, maybe in a few years they'll do that for me because well, I'd like I'd like to go to the Canadian cons. I just can't afford to. Oh yeah, it's understandable, man. Um, I'll keep my ear out to the ground if I ever hear anything of that sort somehow I mean, present yeah. itself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd it's love um to. the artist alley is wonderful. One good thing we got here is because of the. The local talent, or the artist alley, is all always full of just goodness. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you guys have a lot of, yeah, they are. Lot of good That's artists. True. Like you know, David Finch, Jason Fabok, you know, David Ross, and does uh, does Dave Sim hit those or no? Yeah, they're all there, man. Ty Templeton's always got his comic book boot camp thing because he does a class here. Okay. It's, uh, Ty, Ty Templeton's comic book boot camp. Nice. And uh, you can take like his course and his classes, and uh, he's always got like a big fucking setup to go and sign up for shit, you know? Yeah, I met oh, Dave that's Sim. awesome. I, met... I think. Yeah, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, Jay. No, I, I was just gonna say I met I met Dave Sim a long time ago, and he's dude. That guy is just intimidating. <laughs> he's, just, he's just alpha male above above alpha male. <laughs> it's um, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, like. Um, the impressions that I get about these conventions is that, like, when you have these head honchos from these different um, publishers, they come to these panels. Mm-hmm. I, I always get a sense that they're going to be pretentious because they're big time and things like that. Yeah, well, I think I, it depends I, on the person. I mean, it, that that's a personality thing. I mean, if you look at someone like uh, Scott Snyder, he's totally humble and down to earth, and like he's he's the biggest uh, biggest writer going right now, you yeah. know. And super nice dude. Yeah. Super nice guy. And Rick Remender, I like to say Rick Remender is an awesome guy too. The guy's fucking, he's amazing. He's really. an amazing um yeah. right um oh. writer. I I like him too. Um, I don't recall any of the titles that I've read because I have so many of them on my shelf, and I got time to you know dig through it. Oh, but um, Fear, you got you just gotta get Fear Agent Library Volume One and Two, and you're done. That's is that's that a best. Oh, title? Oh. 
that's his that's his from his image is like his uh self-published work oh, oh okay oh it's amazing it's like a space cowboy opera Ooh. yeah i like space cowboy <laughs> yeah well that's right up your alley then. <laughs> because a, that's because of the whole han solo thing isn't it? you've never heard of the millennium falcon uh, this guy's a Jack Daniel drinking motherfucker, man. You, gotta, you, <laughs> got, you just got to read it. To, and the art's by Tony Moore and uh, Jerome Pena. It's amazing art. So what kind What's of who's it? who was there? What artists were at C two E two? Uh, Chris Burnham, uh, Ryan Stegman, Ryan Brown. Oh, Stegman was there, eh? Stegman is uh, the talk about the ego. The guy, the guy's head was huge. Really? <laughs> I actually, yeah, I actually saw a panel with him about uh, Kickstarter. They were doing a panel with, uh, like, Brian Brown was there and then three other guys, and it was really, really interesting. Yeah, but the guy's, he's, his ego's really off the charts. That's but kinda, he's, I mean, he's really good, so. That's kind of funny. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I give it to him, man. He's he's good. Uh, we're good. Like, uh, Bill Sienkiewicz was there. I don't, the artist alley was huge. Nice. Art Balthazar and Franco was there from uh, Oh Yeah Comics. Uh I know who'd you who'd you go for Phoenix? Who'd you look for? Um, I really had a hard time finding guys. To be honest with you, um, that was the first thing I was trying to get me and my friend, um, uh, Maria. Um, uh, you can find her on Twitter as artist um, underscore metaphor uh, Fur. Um, I we was trying to find you guys, but the whole place is so large. I had a hard time trying to find you. Oh yeah, I mean the cell phones too. That 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 weren't wasn't going too well too. No, you can't use cell phones. In no, no, dude, it's it's bad. Like yeah, like I would, step out, I would step out. I would step out of the con. I would step out of the con, and all of a sudden I get all these emails and tweets. It's like Jesus Christ. What'd you say, Matt? Yours worked fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, ge- well, jeez. I, I <laughs> you got your super phone. phone. <laughs> it's magic phone. Yeah, my Matt, phone did you fine the whole time? I don't know weird mine never works in those places did you uh did you like have your own table or like a seat at the publisher's table how were you set up no i had my own table in artist alley that uh i was i was technically sharing with uh, steve niles but uh he was over at the 44 flood booth so i i had the whole table that's all right though eh? yeah shit yeah yeah except all the steve niles from 30 days a night yeah yeah except all the all the disappointed pointed uh fans of his that would come over and be like where's steve <laughs> <He'd be> like, <laughs> not here <laughs> yeah. matt already explained quickly um he explained earlier matt does a comic called liberator what's the publisher again sorry matt it's black mask studios right. black so that's uh steve is one of the uh one of the uh, principals of the publisher okay so um the uh the con gave Black Mask two two tables, and uh, I was sharing with Steve, but he never brought stuff over or whatever, so I had the whole table. Nice. That's nice. a pretty big gun there. How yeah. is he? Is he cool? Yeah. What's that? Is he cool? Steve? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was out of comics for, I mean, like, even reading comics for al- almost 10 years, because I had a house fire that destroyed my collection, oh. and... Uh, so I was out for a long time, and a few years, maybe two and a half years, three years ago, I got back into comics in a big way and decided I wanted to start making them. And I kind of became friends with Steve online before I realized uh, like how, how big he was. Right. So you know, he and I were talking because he, you know, we, we share a lot of the same 
like political views and uh, views about animals and women and stuff. So, um, so uh, you know, we had a lot in common, and uh, I didn't even, you know, no offense, Steve, if you're listening, but I, I didn't even realize he was famous. You know, it's just like he's a cool guy, and I know he's involved in comics somehow. And I, you know, it, by the time I became friends with him, I knew that he wrote Thirty Days a Night, but I didn't understand like you know how big he was or whatever. That thing was oh, huge wow. when that came out. Yeah, that was awesome shit, though. Are you kidding? Oof. Yeah. yeah, I got yeah. the uh, I got the Blu-ray recently, and that opening sequence with like the dogs being killed is pretty intense. In yeah, my death. Yeah. I love the comic with Ben Templesmith on art. It's amazing. Templesmith did the uh, number three cover for Liberator. Oh, really? So, uh, nice, nice get. He's yeah, he's good. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, I'm okay, gonna, Phoenix, I, I know you're busting at the seams to uh, express how much fun you had with the cosplayers. So what kind of oh. stuff did you see? Well, uh, I saw Miss Christine Hackett. Um, you guys may know her as um, Super Space Chick on Twitter. Okay. And she was the chick. Um, if you check out um, my Twitter page at D-Nerdette, um, D-A underscore Nerdette. Um, you're going to see her as the one of my most famous, I mean, one of my most favorite um, Marvel heroines, um, the Scarlet Witch. And she was just so sweet. She was so amazing. I think that was one of the, the most amazing encounters I've had at um, CTWE, too. That's nice. In fact, it was like the most... Um, it was the most um, scary experience because I, I never seen her before. And by it being my first time actually seeing her in person, it was kind of nerve wracking because I didn't know what to say to her. And But, you know, it, it, I kind of got over that whole experience. And I was like, man, you know, these people weren't as, as bad as I thought they was going to be. I thought it was going to be pretentious, you know, when I meet them. But they was pretty sweet. You were starstruck over another fan? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, Call me a dork. I, I like. I, you know, I'm a dork. I have to kind of yeah, like. No doubt about it. <laughs> That's okay. We all are. I mean, uh, I, I'm more starstruck over cosplayers than the actual celebrities that was at the panel. <laughs> That's funny. That's wow. classic. Do you? Is it? Do you think you ever will one day? Um, if I have the money, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a lot. They cost damn much. Yeah. <laughs> Are there that's any crazy ones? You don't want to go down to. Yeah, people <laughs> people lose their lives into that stuff well, for sure. Actually, actually, we we uh, shared a room with a cosplayer that we never met before. For uh, in the Hyatt, oh man, that's yeah. a wack, that's a wacky bunch. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> they got a whole new because. Cause they like take it over. They take over the character, you know. They they like like really act that way, and they, they go eat all that in. way and sleep and they, that way. They just go all in. Like if he, he was like speedy, and he's speedy, man. That that was that was it. <laughs> uh, I see guy, but here's this weird thing that I I didn't want to take a picture of because I know how people react to it. But I saw this guy wearing an Emma Frost costume, and I was like, okay, holy shit, how. How am I supposed to go by this? I don't think I should take a picture of that because I don't know how people will react. Okay, was he? Hold on a sec, though. Was he like a cross? Was he like a cross dressing, like a transvestite, like Emma Frost, or was he like a bearded dude as like Emma Frost? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> like some hundred. He didn't have on the wig. He just had on the the outfit. You know her um. Uh, what they call it? She was in that um. Uh, what they call it? Uh, shit. 
Dark Phoenix? I'm a huge X-Men fan, and I can't even remember the group that Emma Frost started in. Um, She became an X-Men, but he had her outfit on from that time. And uh, he was more like a Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club. Thank you. Oh, shit. Thank you. (laughs) The Hellfire Club. Thank you. I was reaching back in the memory banks, too. Yeah. Because we, you know, I've seen the two different types. There's like a, like an actual, you know, like drag queen cross dressing, like pretty proper makeup, curvy, like, you know. Where do you hang out? Dudes, I hang out in Toronto, man. That's where I hang out. <laughs> they got a lot of cross-dressing okay. Emma, Emma Frost girls up there. You want to check out the, the largest fucking pride crazy weekend that exists on this planet? You know, yeah. forget about San Francisco. You come on out to Toronto, okay? <laughs> They're shooting rainbows out of their assholes. Oh, my God, dude. I, <laughs> you know, okay, you know what I once saw? This is, this is just a quick side segue here. I'm walking down the street because I go to Pride every year with a couple friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- there's these three like bears, you know, like huge fucking guys, massive fucking bellies. Uh-huh. And all they're wearing are, you know, the gargoyles, the cartoon. Yeah. They're wearing cutouts of the gargoyles like taped over their fucking oh, aerial oh, regions. Oh, that's and a- that's it. And they're just got a beer in hand, completely <laughs> naked with like sandals. Walking down the street with that's a new yeah. one. That's a good. Oh, it's a nice it's fun choice. as hell. I go every year. It's a fantastic time. But oh, then wow. you got those dudes who are just like dressing up as female like characters to be funny. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's probably what his approach was. Okay. Because um, I didn't really kind of sum it up as him being a cross dresser. He was just fucking around, I guess. Right. Each other. Were there any, like, blow-you-away costumes? You know what I mean? Like, the ones that, like, there's the one costume of the con that, like, everybody can't believe because it's so crazy. Well, the uh, Predator one. The, the Predator? One that, uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. That was really slick. And then he grabbed my head, which scared the shit out of me because I was kind of thinking about, am I in the movie? Because this yeah. shit is so You're insane. like, am I going to die now? <laughs> yeah, because he... And, like, and I'm like, okay then, dude. I just got my hair permed. I don't want you grabbing my head, but you know what? The guy was, like, freaking huge. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take the picture with him and just get it over with. I, I saw the uh, triangle head from Silent Hill. That was pretty badass. I mean, hey, you know what? That guy, I think that guy con travels. He makes he makes his rounds. Yeah, I've seen him at Fan Expo, dude. I have was, to- was no, impressive. There's no way two guys have made a costume that good that look alike. It's it got to be the same guy. It, yeah. The thing is huge. Yeah. And then they had the Skyrim guy, the, like just the normal Skyrim guy. That guy was pretty badass, too. Nice, nice. Uh, I mean, there was tons of them. There was is there just... any, like, oversize over people, like... Like, we had a general grievance, you know what I mean? Like, any kind of crazy, creatively made stuff? Uh, I had the Iron Man one. I saw the guy that um, oh, did yeah. the Iron Man. And then that he, took, guy off his mask. And oh, then he yeah. took off his mask, and he was uh, he, had, he just looked like uh, Robert Downey Jr. with the goatee and everything. To the he t- did. Yeah. But the killing part is he was so clumsy because he kept dropping the fucking helmet. <laughs> well, maybe he was drunk. Who knows? Yeah, but he was a he was a really creative drunk. Yeah, a lot of Deadpool's I saw. I mean, yeah, tons of people. But you okay, know, listen, sorry guys, we uh, we're, I got to interrupt for a quick sec because uh, Mr. Animal Hero has something very important to attend to. So we're going to uh, bid adieu to Mr. Matt Miner this evening. Matt, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I just I just got a, a text. I got to go take care of a, a rescue emergency. So I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for having me on, though. On into the night, Liberator. 
<laughs> All right. Take care. It was nice, uh, nice talking to you guys. You too, you man. Bye. Take it easy. All right. Bye. You know what the best part of it, the con was to just to meet these guys. I I talked to an interview on Twitter. Like I met Monkey Squad One, Doug. Holy oh, you shit. met you got you finally oh, got to meet Doug. Dude, eh? we were hanging we were hanging out for like three hours, man. We went up to the hotel room. He did a sketch on our uh, jam piece. Um, I saw it, that. I, you tweeted that picture, didn't you? Yeah, it's it's yeah. almost done. I just got to do my score, and then we're gonna tweet it out. Yeah. Wicked, wicked. Yeah, it, it, I met uh, like uh, Slurmo from Kingbone Press, uh, uh, John W. Westhoff from uh, Kingbone Press, all these people that we did interviews for, and I backed on Kickstarter. It's, it was that that was the best part. That's just, great. Yeah, just to hang with these guys and like just really meet them and stuff is that's. A... Did you record anything? Or are we gonna hear some uh, roommates yeah. action? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a couple of interviews. Awesome. Yeah, not as many because it was so busy and so many people. We just couldn't get the time with the guys. Yeah, it's hard, eh, man. They, they, you know, people really. It's like for the artists there, they're at work. They're working. Yeah. Yeah. That's... You know, they're drawing. They're working. They're doing their commissions. They got a lot of shit to get done. You know. It's and I respect that, but like last year was really easy to get interviews, but this year was just so many people there. It must have broke a record. What? Uh, oh, yeah. What celebrities are actually there? Oh, first, uh, well, <laughs> well, I got a story for you. Well, we, we check into the Hyatt, right? And so we're going up to our room, getting in the interview, uh, in the elevator and I'm uh, texting on my phone and door opens. Some guy gets in there and he's a big dude. And I'm, I look up and I look up and I keep on looking up. It's Jake fucking the Snake Roberts. No. Standing right in front. Yes. And I, I thought he was dead, man. Dude, he should have been. He is, <laughs> he's got a rough life. Oh, <laughs> but, wow. But I'm looking, I'm, I look at James that's next to me, and I go, I can't pass this up. I go, guys, it's Jake the fucking Snake Roberts. How are you doing? Oh, yes. I, I totally, yeah, I saw him, too, because my friend is a huge WWE fan. Oh, man. And he was like, nothing, brother. Just hanging out with you guys for the weekend. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I thought you were dead. <laughs> I was oh. like, where's the snake? <laughs> um, how did you get down there? Me? I drove. Is it a far drive? No, it's like an hour and a half. What? Yeah. Milwaukee is an hour and a half from Chicago? Yeah, it's right what? there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Well, America's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, we go, that's why we go to all the cons down there. Oh, I love the way that America's set up. Because sometimes <laughs> I'll be like blown away by the distance between two things, and then he's like, oh, Chicago, nah, hour and a half down the road. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, yeah, just pop on down. That's what you mean. Milwaukee's too famous to be that close to another famous city in my mind. Yeah, that's why we got rivals. That's why we hate each other. <laughs> Well, I guess so, because like we don't have that in Canada, right? Oh, you guys are fucking spread out. Yeah, like every province has got their major city, and we never fucking interact. You know, you're, you're like spread out by 600 miles. Yeah, it's fucking. You know, it's like five hours to the next. The next biggest city would be Montreal, and that's like five hours away. I or, or Ottawa, you know. We're uh, when when is your uh convention up there? August 22nd to the 25th, four oh. days. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. James and I are really looking. We might go up there for that. Dude, I would be more than happy to welcome you and show you around and, uh, you know, help you out with. Uh... It's cool because, uh, like, Fan Expo is like, it's like uh, San Diego Light. You know what I mean? Nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like, come on up, man. I'll I show you around. To... Shit, yeah. We just want to visit uh, Toronto. That's, hey, that's... 
that's the shit right there. That, I'll the show man. you where every shot of Scott Pilgrim was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> Roommates, um, um, I would like to ask you, um, to just to give a, a, a give the um listeners an idea of what you do. Can you give everybody um just refresh everybody's memory? What you and your brother do on your podcast? Right? Uh, James and I do up and coming indie comic book artists since uh that's what we love to do and we james and i do comics we we want to give back to the community that way and uh it's been great to meet these people and it's easy i mean we do everything through twitter and it's so it's so refreshing just to get these new voices and uh this new art that you've never seen through the big two or the you know the top top dogs and you get to see these new uh, styles and new comics and it's it's so refreshing yeah, man, it's fucking, uh, it's, it's, what, you just dropped episode 37, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh... And that's what we went to SpaceCon in, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Right. We drove there, we drove there after work on Saturday, got there Sunday, it's like eight hours away, and we spent the whole day just talking to indie creators, and it was awesome. Now, you've, uh, you've never not had a guest for a show? Um, we did a couple in the beginning, but then we then we just like fuck it, we're gonna do the indie, we're gonna just promote indie comics. So, uh, so you've managed to find a new interviewee for like almost however yeah. many episodes. But, yeah, and it's Twitter. I mean, yeah. it's all Twitter, and and we got and I had to turn down people because we're doing C two E two and all these cons. I had to turn down people for them to come in on the show because we only do it on Thursdays. Right, right. And it was stacked. I was like, dude, I can't do all these. It's like I got to do something with my life too. Wow, so I, what is the next con you're supposed to do, you and your brother? Uh, we might go to um, Cincinnati Con. Uh, that's oh, where uh, Doug, Doug um, Monkey Squad One's going to have a table. We might go there, visit him, and then we're going to do Cake. That's the Chicago Independent com- uh, Convention in June, I believe. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then uh, Wizard World Chicago because they got they got a nice artist. It's really easy to get, talk to those guys. Okay, you said Wizard World, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, what date is that? Because I may want to attend that con. Uh, I, 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 I want to say it's the same weekend as the Toronto one. Oh, is it really? I, yeah, I'd hate to say that, but I think it is. You know, so Wizard World, it wouldn't be the first time. They they tend they tend to ignore other schedules. There's they've yeah, done they some get, plenty. No, they do that on purpose. They yeah. Do that on purpose. Don't tell me they'd. Oh, oh, you guys are having a con too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's lame, dude. It's lame. <laughs> I know. It's, but unfortunately, it's... for a lot of cities, Wizard World is the biggest they get. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I'm from a city where they're just like and like brushed to the side next to Fan Expo. Right. But other cities, that's all they have is Wizard World, right? Yeah. So when you say the big one, doesn't mean they have like bigger distributors and um, publishers there. Um, it used to be, you know, uh, Chicago is like a, the, it's just a $35 flea market. They used to have, yeah, they used to have like, everything was nice and, but it's now it's run down and they don't, the, like the last one I attended was like two years ago. The big two weren't there. Image wasn't there. It was like, it was just like a flea market, like $5 trades and stuff. But the artist alley is pretty big. Nice. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. And they got, and you can meet all the, like a lot of independent creators go there. That's why we go. There's these uh, guys, there's a group here right now trying to start a new con. It's called the GTA Con, and uh, that's Greater Toronto Area. And uh, the Greater Toronto Area is like, you know, Toronto and the few little cities around it and stuff. And uh, 
they're trying to start a con and they're claiming it's going to be like, they're going to take it back to like the roots of comic conventions. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. going to be pure artists and books and in a tiny place or some kind of thing. I'm going to go, it's going to be interesting to see what, if they can pull it together, but it's a cool idea, you know, like yeah, I just... went to uh sorry, I went to uh, a smaller Toronto comic con. I don't know. Sometime last year. And they actually held it in this old hotel in Toronto, a famous hotel, the Royal Alex. Yeah. So it was actually in like a hotel ballroom. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it felt like a <laughs> 70s, like you see the 70s pictures of Comic-Con. It felt like that. It was really cool. Yeah. That's wow, that amazing. had to be an amazing experience that you got the chance to see a lot of historical stuff. On. Yep. That SpaceCon was held in a uh, basement of a hotel. Not a basement? <laughs> the basement, yeah. You got no cell reception down there. You thought C2E2 was bad? You got nothing down there. Uh. <laughs> I was the only one that was experiencing a lot of issues with uh, my signal because I was trying to like download all of the cosplayer pics I was on. Oh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I really don't get what Matt was saying with his super phone because yeah, I, you can't get fucking shit in those places. It's, I don't know what magical device he owns. You know what but... it is? It's vegan power. No vegan diet, no vegan powers. Oh, no doubt. There it yeah, is. It's vegan power. 100%. Your cell phone is vegan. Yeah. It, runs on, it runs on vegetables. Uh, it runs on cat juice. Actually, actually, next year we're going to get a tape. We're starting to get ta- uh, to look at getting tables. Oh, dude, you got to do it. It was so much fun. Uh, our Did own... you get a table? Well, sort of. I split with uh, our own Sparkle Girl, Jen. Okay. And she does like geek crafts, right? Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and uh, she gets a table at everything, and she's at so much this year. Like, we're con-saturated around here. There's, like, two cons a month for the summer season. There's, like, really? Niagara Falls. Awesome. Oh, there's Niagara Falls con. There's Guelph con. There's toy cons. There's three toy cons. There's mini Toronto Comic Con. Then there's Fan Expo. Then there's Wizard World comes through. It's fucking insane. How much and- does it cost to get a table? Uh, a table, it depends. I it don't varies. know the con, like, but like C2E2 yeah. was four hundred bucks. Yeah, Fan Expo is like four hundred and twenty or something. But the one that we were at, me and uh, me and Jen was like I think two hundred and fifty or something. Oh, that's or, not bad. I can't remember. It wasn't bad, but it was a smaller con, and it's just only like a small six foot table. Yeah. So she needed most of it. I just took enough space for my laptop, and I didn't really like. I had flyers for the weapon there and stuff, and like you know kind of a microphone set up to look cool and a poster for an elegant weapon. But I wasn't really like sitting there like talking to people or podcasting or anything. It was more of a home base for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. At least yeah. were you able to hold like live tweets with um, everybody on about your experience? Well, it's, again, it, when, if I go out for a beer at lunch, I'd maybe th- <laughs> throw out some tweets quick for pictures, you know, but I couldn't get service in there. Right. So, but I'd keep my laptop behind the table, and then once in a while, I'd have a friend or a guest come around and just sit with me back there comfortably and podcast. That's awesome. That's but, that's a good yeah. deal. Other than that, I used it as home base and just walked around with uh, my Apogee. It's like a plug-in handheld mic for your iPhone. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did all my interviews with, with like all the independent artists. I just like walk up to their table and be like, "Yo, can we got five minutes?" You know? Yo, what up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really proud of that. Of uh, if you go back to an elegant weapon on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean.com, um, <laughs> Lay, laying it. To the... you, gotta, you gotta plug that one also in. Also proud oh, yeah. member of the Junk Food Podcast Network. 
can be found at junkfoodpodcast uh, at wordpress.com. As well as the roommates. <laughs> yes. It's, um, I said all that and I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. You're going around and interviewing people? Yeah. Thanks. That's, that's a nice job, Jason. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, we got, I, I use a Tascom handheld uh, recorder. That works pretty good. There, yeah, you got to have some kind of portable like device. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get by without it. Really, it's uh, it was really handy having this mic. See, now I'm mad at myself because I can't f- remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was really proud. I I remembered, and you two didn't. Who's the pothead here? Um, <laughs> well, we don't. We can't read your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely am having a hard time trying to get him to figure out what he was. But I guess I'm going to have to take control of this. No, hold on. It was Toronto Comic Con. Okay. Uh, there you I'm go. really proud of an Elegant <laughs> Weapons Toronto Comic Con 2013. It's like four or five episodes ago on uh, an Elegant Weapon. And uh, I just – I really took my time. I I've, It was my like ninth year going, right? Wow. Yeah. This will be my tenth year, I believe, at Fan Expo. And – I've just got it so down. I just knew what to do. I knew where to go and I knew what interviews I wanted to get and, you know, panels and stuff. And then I really took my time and just edited it really properly. And I was just really proud of that one. And I got like five or six really good independent artist interviews into that podcast. Nice. And yeah, I was really proud that I could get like these nice five, 10 minute chunks of these people and get them out there and help promote them and fucking still make it sound cool, you know? And that's nice to make contacts too. They meet you, they they remember you. Mm-hmm. You give them a business card, and boom, they're on the show again. And you get to you get to watch them grow as an artist. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool. We've you know Liberator Matt Miner who just left us. You know, we got to see that go from like Kickstarter to comic book. You know. And, yeah, I mean it's really awesome that you you know um, my friend told me that um, if I ever wanted to get keep in contact with the cosplayers and you know just in case if I wanted to like show some love for them or my um facebook page um which by the way um media junk food is on facebook um we post a lot of the cosplayer pics on facebook just in case anybody wants to go and check them out um some of them had business cards which by the way it reminds me that i need to create business cards for media junk food because i want to get some of these cosplayers because i met a lot of up-and-coming cosplayers they were not well known it was their first comic-con by the way yeah. So um, it was pretty awesome that I got the chance to meet these fresh faces. Isn't it crazy it's gotten to the point, yeah, cosplayers have business cards? Like, for what? I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't get it either. I don't for know For them why. to help you become a cosplayer and, like, give you tips how to make a costume? Oh, uh, at the time, <laughs> I thought it was an awesome idea because, you know, they you may, they may want somebody to know who they are. Like, um, Ivy Doom Kitty. Ivy Doom Kitty, she's like a, a West Coast Comic Con, and she's up and coming with like Yaya Han and all of them, and they have all these banners and Facebook pages and business cards and stuff like that because they be hitting the circuit too, and they have their own panel. So I'm guessing that's what they oh, was trying. To do. That's so yeah. weird to me. Yeah, it is weird <laughs> to me too. I don't. I, don't know, I, I maybe get it if it's like it. the Star Wars. I've gone to Star Wars like cosplay panels, but they were like how to make a stormtrooper helmet, you know, like. No, like it's no, the 501st putting that shit on, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Not not talking about panels. Did you guys go to any? Have you? Do you um, go to panels at all or no? 
No, like I said, I was so busy. Like me, my friend, we had this ADD sort of vibe. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't help that. I find a we lot of people. We were so distracted by all the people in the costumes. It was just we was rather taking pictures with them instead. And 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 this year was like compared to last year, the cosplaying was out of control this year. It was so packed. It was so yeah. energetic. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. It's um. I don't know. It's uh, it seems like a lot of people don't go to panels their first year. I actually find. Yeah, I don't think I, I went I, to one my first year. I actually, actually, <laughs> I don't. You feel like you're wasting time, I guess. But this is the first yeah. year that I actually went to a, pan, a two panels, and I loved them. We got oh, the yeah, yeah. We got to see uh, Tommy the Green Ranger. What that is guy, that? The fucking Mighty Morphin Pipe Power Ranger. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then we got to meet him. At the Hyatt, because he was staying there. Nice. And uh, and then we got to see the we got to be involved with the uh, Kickstarter panel. That was really cool. Oh, like we did. Yeah, it was. It's because I'm. That's what we're looking to do for our comics and stuff and the yeah, yeah. podcast and anything. And it's really informative of what to do, what not to do. Yeah, you gotta love that stuff. Um, I went to. Uh, I've gone to a couple panels. Uh, Walking Dead panel with uh, oh that must have been huge. It was huge. It was with uh, Shane and uh, Daryl. What's his name? Uh, Fucking everyone's favorite Daryl Dixon. You know? Yeah. What's his name? Why am I blanking on his uh, Norman Reedus? Okay. There you go. And check this out. This was really cool because uh, we have Space Channel here, which is your sci-fi channel. Okay. Ours is called Space. And you know how there's like the hosts of whatever the news show is on that channel? Mm-hmm. Like ours is Inner Space on Space, hosted by, you know, whoever, fucking whoever. Right. Hey there, this is AJ Fry from Inner Space Weeknights at 6 and 11 on Space, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Aww. And uh, they host the panels at the con and stuff. So the one guy's hosting it, and Shane comes out. And you can tell he's really uncomfortable. He's not used to these big crowds and stuff. I guess, or, you know, he was ner- he was nervous, you could tell. Oh, yeah. And he's making jokes about it, and he's talking with the guy, and he knows Norman Reed is supposed to be there, and he keeps looking over his shoulder, and he's like, where the fuck is he? Like, And you can hear him <laughs> saying that, you know what I mean? And then uh, I'm sitting kind of at the back of the pa- uh, back of the hall, I'm maybe like 10 rows in from the back, and there's, you know, kind of people scattered around in seats, and I'm in the aisle seat. And uh, Norman Reedus comes sneaking in the back door and sits in the chair behind me. Like one chair over and behind me and he's kind of sitting there and like people are looking at him, but we're polite Canadians. So we don't, we know not to spoil, <laughs> we know not to spoil the moment. You know what I mean? And, uh, he's got a microphone in his hand, like behind the chair and you hear like people are asking questions. Right. And they can't see cause of the lights or whatever. And the big crowd. So the guy's like, so who has another question? And you hear Norman Reedus into his microphone. He's like, excuse me, excuse <laughs> me. Can you tell me why Shane is so hot? And he starts like saying shit like this. And he's like, what the fuck? And then they all oh, think kids he? realize it was him and they freak out and he runs to the front, you know? Nice. Yeah, it was a okay. cool experience. Because I was going to ask you, like, how was he able to speak to the um, fans when he was sitting directly behind you? That must have been awkward. Yeah, he had a wireless mic in his hand, you know what I mean? And he was just, like, talking. And, like, Shane couldn't tell where it was coming from because it's just coming out of the speakers. <laughs> just but... looking all over. Where the fuck yeah, is that yeah. coming from? But then as Normus Reedus starts running up and all the fans and sitting in the aisle realize, oh, my God, it's him. <laughs> and at the one I was just at, actually, the last one uh, – Daniel Logan, I went to his panel, panel who was uh, young Boba Fett in episode two. 
<laughs> no, but no, you Phoenix. know what? Um, big ups to you guys for actually showing some love for Chicago because I never actually would have seen anyone I know on Twitter come to Chicago. I thought you guys were going to attend those really big, high and mighty Comic Cons like San Diego, and I'd be like, oh. Yeah, I wish I could go. Well, if it's only a uh, fucking hour and a half, I'd go too. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't she make him this... sound too heroic now. It's not like he drove to Toronto. <laughs> not yet. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> not yet. I wonder what the drive is, though. Dude, uh, that more than I want to take. I'd be flying on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely uh, – people fly when it comes to Chicago. Don't now, Phoenix, are you gonna, will you be going back now? Are you going to be like a C2E2 regular? I'd rather be a C2E2 regular. I got a rep yeah. Chicago. Yeah, that's Plus it's, it's cheaper because it's my it's where it's it's like a straight shot from my house. Yeah, that's I love that con. That's the best. It's from last year to this year. It's again they show they show how a con should be functioned. The the atmosphere is just so addictive. By yeah. being the first time I've been there, it's like I have to go back. Mhm. Did you just go uh, Friday? Um, yeah, I, I, I was hoping I'd go in Saturday because, um, I was told that the most amazing cosplayers was going to be there. Yeah. Like the really awesome costumes. That's when it all comes out. Saturday was yeah. routed though. Would, what would you say the attendance was? Oh, dude, this thing, it was like from last year, this, this, the area was in, this year was double by far. Oh yeah. You're talking about Saturday? Uh, no, from last year, the the space itself was double. Okay. Yeah. Well, C two E two is one of the quickest growing ones, is it not? Yeah, it's like yeah. I said before, it's it's catching up to San. People are bypassing San Diego to go there now. Yeah, it's, oh, it's got all the big. That's the San Diego. That'll be freaking hot. Oh, San Diego is just so pricey. I mean, you're, you're spending like five hundred dollars a night on a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and you can't even get tickets. California, and that's just how they are. I mean. No, it's it, just it's just the, how popular it is, so they know they can juice you. It's it, it's it's kind of <laughs> cool when you look at like it's almost like the three big ones in the states. You got New York on the East Coast, mm-hmm. kind of got Chicago in the middle there. C two E two. That's and awesome. You, I'm glad to hear that. And then you got uh, no, I mean like geographically, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you got your big one on the other coast. It's like you know, there's got to be one in the middle to get big enough for people <laughs> to not have to go to the other end, right? Right. Yeah, yeah so. but hopefully it's still the really awesome, super popular ones. Because you know anything that's for Chicago, I, I hope it gets it off the map. Oh, it's huge! Yeah, you're underselling it. It's it's growing. It's huge. It's a big name now. Yeah, we yeah, just, it just totally saw is. many people were there, and the and the wh- who they got the like the artists and the writers, Rick Remender. They get they had like everybody there that were big names. Do the um the shout outs. So um Jason, I'm gonna start with you. You do the shout out. Oh like my god. Me or Jay or Jay? Oh, this is um, confusing. This is a guest, yeah. our special guest. Yeah, um, go ahead, man. Jay. I, was, I just like to shout out to all the people we met there, like New Mutant, Monkey Squad One, uh, of course James. I mean, can't do the show without him. Uh, Slurmo, John from uh, Kingbone Press. You guys gotta check those guys out. They're making fabulous comics there. Lots of love to everybody we met there, man. It was. Awesome, awesome con once again. And you guys, I mean, you you know, you guys really helping out the show. We can see it in the numbers and the retweets and everything. 
Oh, that's awesome oh, wow, to hear. That's, awesome, that's really yeah. cool to hear. You know, whatever we can do. Fam, that's the least we can do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and next year we hope, or or at uh, Chicago, we hope to meet you, Phoenix, down there. I surely hope I get to meet you yep. guys. I won't have that ADD issue. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> so, um, okay then. Well, you know, the Jedi Ross, he has to give out his shout out. So I'm gonna start with you. Go ahead, Jedi Ross. Oh Jesus! I wasn't prepared for shouting of the outs. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's a first um thanks to matt minor for stopping by everybody check out his comic liberator and the good gauze that it uh represents but i'm gonna give a, a whole out shout out to all those people out there who take the time and effort to put these cons together for us because you know people aren't paid yearly you know there's it's volunteers organizers Everybody did all to do with it, because all you ever hear from the legions of geeks who attends these things is how well ran each and every one of these cons are pretty much across North America. So I'm giving a big shout out to Comic-Cons and all you wonderful people who put together these gatherings where we can come together and do what we fucking like to do. So That's right. That's my shout out, yo. <laughs> that's a big one. That's a yeah. huge one. That's yeah, monster. And last but not least, I'd like to give out an um, update. Um, so drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. Um, I've just been informed via email that I will be a guest at the May 15th screening of the Star Trek Into Darkness at Chicago's Navy Pier IMAX. Oh. So I'm a little excited. And by the way, um, Star Trek Into Darkness will be released a day after my 28th birthday. So I'm pretty excited to be nice. invited. Yeah. So yeah, you I got will a plus be. One. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my mom will be attending with me. I wish my bestie was going to attend. Now, did your mother see the first one? She never seen any of the Star Trek movies. Are you going to show her the first one before she sees the second one? We don't even have cable, so we never had a chance. And I never got it on DVD because I was never into Star Trek to begin with. But um, you gave me an idea to kind of catch up with it. You know, they always say check out first. If you get the chance, it's fucking genius. It's amazing. Yeah, it's genius. I have no worries for my Star Wars kids. No. But don't get me wrong, I heard good things about it. I just like I never been a huge Star Wars type of I mean Star Trek type yeah. of person. So. That's what's great about these is it's so rebooted that you don't have to have ever seen Star Trek to enjoy it, you know? Oh, well is that good, huh? Well oh, it's a it's yeah, amazing. A it's a prequel, so it introduces you to all these characters, and B, it's all rebooted. You don't you literally don't need to know anything about Star Trek whatsoever to go into these movies. They do a real JJ Abrams does a real nice job with that. Yeah, yeah, he he has a way of working his magic and turning something that is like so dated into like something so fantastic. So he's I heard a lot that, of good things yeah. about him too. One of the biggest complaints was that they made Star Trek too Star Warsy. <laughs> <laughs> what is that even such thing? Yeah, I see what they mean when you watch it. I can't wait to see what lightsabers look in that world. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. I'm sorry, Phoenix. You're getting to go to a wonderful opportunity. You're going to have to review it for us. That's all. All you right. I, you know what? As a matter of fact, um, I have been, uh, also been informed that um, I get to tweet updates about my experience because it's going to be in IMAX 3D oh, at beautiful. Navy Pier here in Chicago. So it's going to be awesome. I'm going to hold um, a live update via Twitter. Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> at the <laughs> Nerdette, um, D A underscore Nerdette at 5 40 p.m. 
Central Time on that day. So hope you guys get to join me, and um, I'll share my experience with you guys. Please do take lots of pictures for us. Yeah. Well, I definitely will, no doubt. Cool, y'all. Well, that was a good time. Uh, I'm glad you guys had fun at the C2E2 there. Yeah, well, I definitely had a great time. And stay tuned for the next time that, uh, not the next episode, we'll definitely do something before the next uh, Fan Expo. But don't you think that there won't be a Fan Expo special coming here? Right <laughs> you know what? We got to do that because we got to represent Canada. Well, this know? is amazing. You know how many people? Canada. Well, how many of you people like were at C2E2? I mean, you guys and plus, uh, you know, Matt, who we, we spoke with earlier and fucking yeah. like, I can't think of right now, but I know I follow like five or six other people that I follow like yeah. closely that were at this fucking Comic-Con. It was insane. So, you know, I'm sure I'm sure with where we got people all over the place in the junk food podcast network. So I'm sure something like this will happen again. Hopefully if we uh, I don't know if we could do a part two, because I really would love to get Papa Ken Media and um, Demir Daniel. Hey, let's do that. Plus, uh, you know, uh, Chris Farrell and Naki there uh, of all things good and nerdy. They also attended. So, you know, we'll get them back on you guys. We can do another fucking one of these chats. Yeah, you know? we have to. And, and we got to make this one a round table. Because, Maybe you track know, down I, your I fucking really brother. Eh? <laughs> if he's not too busy modeling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I just I'm, I'm looking at your fucking at your bio picture here yeah. which one are you again I'm the not the model <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on the right I think yeah darker jacket is you yeah I got the brown one yeah down, Mr. Yeah. fucking Jawbones is the other one <laughs> but I yeah. pictured him like it, fucking in that Zoolander scene I pictured yeah. you just had a flash of your brother turning Blue around steel. in the chair <laughs> you guys remind me of the stepbrothers picture when they did that <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's from Kmart? That'd be sweet. <laughs> All right, on the note of Kmart, I think we're going to say goodnight, kids. All right, take it easy, you guys. Right, bye peace bye. Out.